Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello and welcome back, all you hookers and slicers, to a very special edition of the Downswing Golf Podcast. This is Masters Week edition. In fact, it's Masters Eve edition. Oh, yes. You can just taste the pimento and cheese. Oh, yeah. I am uh, one of your co-hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me, as always, is Nick the Stick. Nick, how excited are you? God, this is, this is better than Christmas Eve. I mean, honestly... If you guys ask me for presents under the tree or Masters in the morning, it's not even a question. No, Masters in the morning. It would spin such a long wait, too. Yeah. You know, for, for Christmas, you just wait, like, one year. It's, that's that's doable. That's easy. But this year, for this Masters, we've had to wait, like, a year and a half. Yeah, 564 days. Yeah, exactly. nobody's counting. Stop yeah. the yeah. count. but yeah oh getting getting chills just thinking about tomorrow just getting chills lucky you i mean jealous you can uh take off a couple days and get the full experience right oh yeah i mean you got it it's a yearly trend uh tradition for me to to take off thursday and friday to just soak in as much Masters coverage as possible. It's just what I try to do. I dig it. I can dig it. Yeah, that's, uh, I wish I could be there with you. Some of us have to go to work and get some stuff done, but uh, that's, why, that's why we have two screens in uh, my little <laughs> home true. office. That's true. So, and I got two eyes. Exactly. So I'm going to be googly-eyed all day. <laughs> It's the way but, to be. Uh, yeah. What's uh? I, look, before we dive headfirst into the Masters, let's uh, let's touch on last week. Yeah. Let's uh, let's quickly, briefly, yeah. uh, discuss uh, the Houston the Houston Open results from it. Um, the winner, Ortiz. Yeah. He. Used to do MMA and now he's a golfer. I mean, it's I mean MMA is just a feeder league for the PGA Tour. I don't know if you yeah. knew that, but yeah, I mean he, um, you know, in a normal year, in a normal like Masters, uh, he would be heading to the Masters this week, having won on the PGA Tour. You yep. get you get an automatic uh, berth, you know, automatic seed into the Masters. Yeah, um, but that's not happening this year. Uh, for these fall masters here, uh, he'll he'll be getting um, into the masters come come the springtime for the 2021 yep. masters. But uh, so not quite the same kind of situation as maybe you know normal years. So he doesn't have a quick turnaround to to have to fly to Augusta and put put out all the other plans he might have. You know, like taking off work and just watching it. I'm sure he would do so <laughs> gladly, but uh, not in the cards this year. No. The field has been set. He gets to do some scouting, though. Yep. Prior to his trip in the spring. But let's, uh, let's, talk about, let's talk about our picks. None of us actually picked him to win. I don't think a lot of people picked him to win. Um, but if they did, they probably made some decent money. However, I have to say the pick I had to win did pretty well. DJ was 11 under. I think what finished finished like third or something, something like that, top 5. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good stuff. Yeah, no, you had a you had a good pick. He was he was the favorite. Um so good to see he's uh prime in the pump for this week. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you know, as long as he's not you know walking up and down stairs this week, I think he'll be fine. 
Yeah, stay on the first floor. <laughs> main he, level. He's, he's a main level guy. Yeah, he's he's renting out a ranch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, somebody's gonna have to carry him up and down just to. And even that, it, it doesn't sound too safe. Yeah. So my uh, my best man DJ beat out your best man um, Scotty Scheffler. Um, yep. Your dark horse beat out my dark horse though Tyler yes. Tyrell Hatton seven under my uh, dark horse Sungjae Im was three over. And then um, you know the the rubber match the bringing it up the rear. I gotta say I have a pretty good eye for it. You did. You can really pick a loser. I sure can. I had uh, Ben Willman, and he finished at 13 over. And, and the reason I picked him, if you remember from last week, is uh, his profile pick. He looked like he was wearing a tennis outfit, a tennis shirt. I just knew he wasn't going to be playing the correct sport this week. And uh, and I was proven right. Yeah, he brought his tennis racket and proceeded to uh, play golf with it. Yeah. Bold strategy. Bold strategy. Didn't really work out too well for him so for the second straight week i get uh i get a victory in our in our picks and our bets here yeah yeah, so, yeah. So, you know no big deal I'm, I'm rolling i'm rolling into masters week on a high note i'm like i'm you know i'm i've got good form i'm at the top of my game right now so i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty confident about you know my picks that we're going to be making for the masters but we got a lot to talk about before we get to that point. That's right. Yeah, I know you're coming in on a hot streak, so we'll see if you can uh, you can keep it going. I mean, you finished the end of the season well too. I mean, winning the playoffs. So you're uh, you're going to be a tough competitor. You're with your uh, predictions this week. I'm curious to see who you got on your radar. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But let's. Let's just yeah. Let's just let's just talk about the Masters, man. Can we talk about the Masters? I want to talk about the Masters. Yeah, been waiting for so long. Please do. Oh my goodness, it's obviously a unique year, unique Masters. Once probably once in a lifetime Masters. Probably will never see a Fall Masters ever again. So this is just. Let's just almost say I hope not. I mean, not under these conditions, anyways. I mean, it's it, yeah. I, I find it hard to hard to believe that they'll do it again. That we'll have a situation like this again. But you never know. You never know. So it's going to be um, yeah, just one of those once in a lifetime things. There's a lot of things that are kind of different about the course in the fall. Um. Just from, in terms of a, you know, a weather standpoint, a course management, you know, course season standpoint, um, the grass is a little bit different right now. Uh, they still got some Bermuda grass still there from the summer months that yeah. hasn't, hasn't went, you know, gone dormant yet. Um, usually in the springtime when they play, there's, they're really not dealing with Bermuda grass at all. They're just dealing with the overseeded ryegrass. So, gonna be a little different, uh, you know, ways to play around this course uh, than maybe we're used to for a lot of players. Yeah, um, what do you think is gonna be like the biggest challenge for them out of all the course conditions? I think, well, I, I just think, I think that's it though. Um, for me, around the greens is always kind of the biggest thing at, at Augusta. Um, to be able to, you know, get your club through and, you know, nip it or, you know, chip it and, and use the contours and everything like that. You got to be good. If you're going to win the Masters, you, you got to be good around the greens. And there's yep. just so many slopes. Like, there's, you know, in all the years past of playing Augusta, you know, you have all these players who, you know, they – you know, Tiger's mentioned this in the past. Like, he uses different, you know, um, different wedges with different, you know, bounces and you know, kind of different, uh, different grinds and stuff to to kind of play Augusta. Well, it's not quite going to be the same this, you know, this week, uh, just with a different kind of turf condition. 
So they're all like everyone's kind of on the same playing field here, kind of figuring out, you know, what they need, what kind of clubs they need to maybe, you know, get the best, you know, club turf action um, for this for this week. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. It's going to be the people that are used to playing here. Um, it's going to be something a little bit different than they're used to. So it's not just the same old, same old. Um, but, yeah, I agreed with the uh, the different types of grass. I think Bermuda plays tremendously different than the, the rye grass that uh, they're used to seeing at this course. And, you know, some players just play better on, you know, Bermuda. And some people uh, find it hard. You know, it's, it's more prevalent down south. So some of those southern players, players that live in Florida, I think it uh, – little bit of an advantage because you know that uh that grain really has an effect on the ball depending on like the time of day and stuff and looks like they've been getting a lot of rain this week so yeah the weather the weather forecast is looks wet wet looks a looks a bit moist down there they uh and and they have the the tropical storm kind of brewing in the caribbean sea i don't know caribbean or caribbean how do you pronounce it uh, the Caribbean. Caribbean. I feel like I. I feel like I just. I go back and forth, for whatever reason. <laughs> just to mess with people. I mean, obviously, if I'm you know talking about the uh, the movie Pirates of the Caribbean, I say it that way. But if I you know if I'm just talking off the cuff, I'm saying like the Caribbean Sea. Like it's just. It just depends. I just like Caribbean because it sounds different. And then my one of my. Roommates- <laughs> One of my best friends from college was from an island called Curacao. Curacao? Uh, Curacao. Um, and he used, he used to say uh, Caribbean. Oh, so. okay. well, he, probably, he probably knows then. <laughs> he knew a couple things, but <laughs> not too many. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's that storm brewing down there, and there's uh, forecasts that have it, you know, possibly interacting with, with Augusta. Um, come the latter part of the weekend. So that'll be interesting. Um, so yeah, it's going to be wet. Now, and, and that's, I guess that's not like all that different from the springtime because th- they get their fair share of rain down there during the spring. Um, yeah. You know, the spring and fall are definitely the wetter seasons for for Augusta, for Georgia there. But um, but but the forecast is is definitely wet, and there's not going to be any fans, no patrons walking around. Yeah, no, I mean that's going to be the hardest thing about watching is like just not seeing any of the ropes up, and it just it's just like guys, you know. I mean, if you didn't know this was the most famous course in the world, you would just assume this is a normal. Saturday match with uh, your buddies that uh, is being televised. It's just, I mean, I guess the shots, sh- the the shots they're hitting are going to be, you know, world class. But it's still going to be, you know, so much different um, than what we're used to seeing without uh, the fans. And yeah, I mean, obviously the superstars, you know, they feed off some of that energy. Like they love the crowds watching them. So yeah, they're just gonna. Hopefully they can still, you know, get pumped up and get energized and start, you know, feel, feeling it. I mean, I don't know how you couldn't feel it on the Sunday or the back nine on Sunday, but uh, without all those, you know, those echoes, and you've been there, so I can only imagine. But, you know, when you hear other players making eagles and birdies and... Yeah, and it's, and, yeah and, and the way that course is set up and the land and everything, um, it's it's really easy to hear noise from other holes yeah so you know if you know you're going down the back nine on sunday and you start hearing roars from a couple holes over you you know what's happening um but and we've talked about this you know kind of you know months ago back when we were coming back to golf you know the the restart was happening you know how are players going to handle you know, maybe not hearing the roars, not necessarily knowing what's going on, just, you know, based on their their senses, um, you know, they'll have to rely a lot more on, on leaderboards uh, yeah. to kind of get that picture. But even even still, 
you know, there's times where you're you're in a spot that you you have no idea where a leaderboard is or you can't see one, and you know you hear a loud roar and you go, okay, I, I know I got I got to make a shot here, and that might change a strategy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting, but I think it also opens up um, a lot more options for for players in terms of how they play the holes. Um, and and you've heard you've heard I mean you heard Bryson talk about it and he's planning on he's planning on hitting his his drive on thirteen into the fourteenth fairway. So like uh, when you don't have patrons to and, and fans to like worry about, you can just take whatever lines you want. Um, you know you don't have to worry about stands being up. There's no you know stuff like that so it'll it'll be really interesting especially with bryson how he's going to play this course sometimes players hit it in the stands because they know they're going to get a free drop like they just bomb away because and now they're going to actually have to go find it and play it and i assume you know it's augusta they'll find all their balls yeah augusta's it's pretty wide open Um, yeah it's not really dense uh dense wooded areas um maybe isn't left a 13 pretty wooded yeah, yeah, that's that's the edge of the property there. Um, yeah, yeah. As long as you stay on property. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, the I mean, because the rough is never really a story. I haven't heard him talk about it. They, this week. Like Augusta doesn't really have rough. I mean, it has like a first cut, and yeah. and that's it. <laughs> like it, it's, it's it's not that's a hard. U.S. Open course, you know. It's a course for guys to hit bombs. Bombs. Yeah, it's it's not a course that is going to have 6-inch rough that, you know, punishes people from going offline. It's it's a it's a course that is just just well manicured, <laughs> just every blade of grass is in its place. Like it's there's no ugly rough anywhere. It's just pristine everywhere. It's and then everywhere that doesn't have grass is pine needles essentially. So, it, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be crazy. Um, I yeah, I think especially especially with Bryson, uh, I think it's I think it's kind of winding up to being like a perfect storm for him. Yeah, that'd be pretty incredible. Part of me just can't believe he's gonna could win two back to back majors, and then part of me is like, yeah, how? how I mean, it, it makes sense that his odds are where they're at. Well, part of it, I mean, he's 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 getting the hype from the the uh, the betting public, which is why he has the best odds in Vegas at fifteen. Yeah. But I mean, that's just designed that's, so that people bet on both sides. Yeah, yeah. Odds odds makers are all about setting lines that make money yeah it's based that's on the point of it opinion. yeah that's the point of it um it's where the bets are coming in at yep. um exactly but, but with i mean with bryson obviously he's you know he, he drives it for freaking ever you know he hit bombs out there and then and then the fact that there's no patrons you know he can just go wherever he wants he's gonna you know you know he's going to calculate the Pythagorean theorem to to hit it on the correct line of a certain hole to get the most ideal you know shot into the green you know with a wedge and then and then the fact that it's going to be wet and raining means balls in general probably won't be traveling or, or rolling as far um, at least on the fairways uh, greens are a different story greens will probably be as firm as ever because they just have a they have a sub air system at that place that just it could be pouring rain for like 48 hours and it's it'll be as dry as a bone if they want it to be but um yeah they can suck it right up yeah but in terms of the fairways like for the balls to you know fly through the air and then roll on the fairways like it's not going to be they're not going to be traveling as far but that's not really going to be a problem for for Bryson like Bryson's just He's he's just gonna hit it so far that it really doesn't matter. Um, for me, like it's gonna it, it really is gonna it's gonna depend on whether or not he has his 
his you know short game with him. Yeah. Um, if he has it, I think he's he's gonna win this thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's whoever can whoever can make putts, and and that's you know that's one of the reasons why Tiger Woods has won five Green Jackets. It's one of the reasons Jack Nicklaus has won six Green Jackets. You know, you make putts. Yep. You know the greens. You know you know how they break. You know how they roll. It's it's one of the great courses that way. That experience really really helps. Yeah, that's why you see the same guys at the top of the leaderboard year after year after year. One, I mean, they just get used to it. But they in the only a handful or select few get invited back and back. But even guys like Freddie Couples. Yeah. I mean, you see, he's old. I mean, that's yeah. on the Champions Tour, but he still knows the course. Yeah, and he he's competing. Like he gets he gets up there in contention, uh, you know, for the first few days there. And then his back, yeah, starts to go out. Um, you know, and, you know, he doesn't he doesn't hit bombs out there. Um, you know, the the length of the course doesn't really matter all that much for him um, because he he has so much experience around the greens. It's a uh, it's quite the equalizer out there. Um, same thing with Bernard Langer. He's always up there doing pretty well. Um, you know, another old guy that, you know, he doesn't have the length of Bryson or Matthew Wolf or, or these young guys, but he's he's still right there and still can compete. Definitely. Yeah, I was just looking uh, where they finished last year. Um, speaking of last year, I mean, my biggest storyline is like, you know, it's just going to be awesome to see Tiger defending his title. Um, you know, I mean, he's somebody that could definitely, uh, you know, can you imagine coming Sunday winning go- like Tiger? I mean, because he's just got the intimidation factor. So if he's. Yeah, if but he's he doesn't have a crowd, though. The, the crowd's a little bit different with him. Yeah, everybody gets intimidated with the crowd, but I mean, he's still. He's still pretty intimidating by himself. Oh, I mean, for sure. If he's in contention, like, how do you not notice and have, you know, but start he's, to feel your heart race a little But faster. he's he's definitely one of those guys that that feeds off the crowd. Yep. You know, and, and he has just an insane crowd, you know, and following. Um. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting how he does at Augusta without a without a crowd that is, you know, cheering him on and and really backing him. Um, not not saying that he he needs it, but it, it's it's just going to be such a different feeling because every time you think of Tiger Woods at Augusta at the Masters, I mean, you're thinking of crowd roaring moments, fist bumps. You know, just like like Tiger Wood and the the roars are just basically synonymous at that yeah. golf course. You can hear them around the whole state. Yeah, you can, it, it's it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Um, so yeah, that's that's going to be really interesting. It, it's it's going to be crazy in that sense. Yeah, that's what they say or, uh, that I've heard. You can, I mean, you can always tell the difference between, you know, a, you know, a normal like a person, uh, the roar of the crowd for the normal groups, and then a tiger roar is just like off the charts. Like, yeah. there's no, there's no question about who's which crowd because his crowds just, you know, they're three x of everyone else. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. Like you, it's. It, it shakes the ground under you, basically. Um, and there's, there's, there's not many players or moments that that do that. Um, you know, Phil had a moment like that where, you know, when he made, I think he was talking about when he when he won his, I think was his first first Masters. He made like a birdie putt on 16 and just because of the amphitheater there around that hole with everybody sitting on the hill and everything. Yeah. Like the ground was just shaking 
underneath him after he made that putt because like um and then he was also talking about like how he was he was uh his first masters a similar thing happened but it was um i think it was jack nicholas that that made a putt or something like that he was playing with and the crowd was just you know off the charts um you know there's a couple guys that have crowds like that you know jack nicholas was one of them you know, Phil Mickelson at times is one of them, and definitely, definitely Tiger Woods. Um, oh, yeah. Like no, no, like everyone else is pretty much like distant, you know, second <laughs> after those after those guys. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, you get you get good cheers and everything, but just you know the the crowd is just pulling for those those few guys and then they feed off of it i mean no one else is doing like fist pumps um like to that extent and like trying to like build up that energy yeah and and it's not only that like just from last year's masters um when when tiger made his you know if you remember you know sunday and his 16th hole when he you know when he stuck it close there um and then made birdie um you know, coming down the stretch, um, not, I mean, not only was there a large roar, you know, at that location, but, you know, out on, out near 18 where, you know, the main kind of one of the main leaderboards is, you know, people gathering around the 18th hole just, you know, for the final couple groups. I mean, they had video of, of the scoreboard changing his number there from, you know, everybody's waiting for that number to get posted to see because they don't know what's happened. Um, you know, and there, there's no, like, you don't, you can't bring phones into, into Augusta national. So you can't be checking your phone to see scores. So yeah, that's crazy. So then, you know, and, and the scoreboards, they're all manually done, you know, putting the numbers, you know, taking the numbers down, put them, putting them up and everything. It's like, you know, yeah. the scoreboard at like Wrigley field and, uh, and like Fenway or, or isn't, like, isn't there like a, like a, a, cl- a clap? When they put them up, like they put them up, like because it's wood or something, and then yeah. when you put them board, it's like, yeah. Although I mean, like with with all the other noise that's going around, you probably can't really hear it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's yeah, <laughs> it's well, it's, it's like for birds. I heard, um, you know, these are all just stories I've heard. But yeah, whenever a birdie hits, they try to like slap it in there. Oh, the guy, could be. And then when it, you know bogeys, they just kind of slide in. Yeah. There's this, there's a slap yeah well i mean just from last year when when people were waiting for you know tiger woods's next number to get posted there you know for how he did on 16 they saw you know and then once the number got put up and it was you know a a number that was higher you know that he made birdie like they're not even by 16 they're not even by tiger and you just hear a tiger roar just from the people seeing the the leaderboard like it's it's just insane the the atmosphere there, um, especially when Tiger is is contending down the stretch. It's 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 a tradition unlike any other. Nick, oh, gives me goosebumps. Oh, Jim Nance. Yeah. Any other, what other storylines are you looking for forward to this weekend? Yeah, man, I. I, I wanna you know I'm I wanna I wanna see how maybe this um, affects Rory. Um, he's a guy who has he the only the only major he has left for the career Grand Slam is is the Masters, yeah. and he's he's come close. He came close in 2011. He had a four shot lead going into the final round, one yeah. shot lead going into the back nine. That that you know sunday was not kind to him he he fell apart but like you know he's been kind of close there he's he's been in contention um but he just hasn't been able to do it what will you know not having patrons you know maybe be like for him in terms of like maybe he can feel more relaxed and not worry about like i i gotta get this you know major for for the career grand slam i'm pressing i'm pressing i'm pressing maybe he can just kind of relax and and you know get back to how he was playing when he was world number one you know and, and he's a guy that can drive the ball a long way you know he's a guy who could possibly pick some new routes on some of these 
some of these holes. Um, obviously, he doesn't hit it as far as Bryson, but you know, he's he can hit it a, a good distance. Yeah, well, to be fair, no one does. So. Right. Well, Matthew Matthew Wolf gets up there. It's not not quite Bryson, but he gets up there. Yeah, as long as no, no Bryson, the muscles, the the muscles, the sham buff. Yeah, but he's a he's a guy, and then the, uh, you know a couple couple other guys, um, like you know a guy like Ricky Fowler, looking for his first major victory. You know, yeah. and I, I'm just thinking like how how is not having fans going to affect all these other players? Yeah, at at Augusta, you know, will they be yeah. allowed to you know relax a little bit more, maybe play more within themselves? And not, you know, just get so, you know, as much as maybe you'd say that they they shouldn't get intimidated by crowds because they're professionals and they've been there before. It's just something special about Augusta National and the Masters and the crowds and, and you know, Amen Corner and everything that, like, it can very easily, no matter, you know, how many times you've played it, like, it can get into your head. Yeah. So, it, like, I'm kind of looking at all these guys that haven't won a major before or haven't won the Masters before, um, and could this special set of circumstances be what they need to to finally break through? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, kind of speaking of that, when uh, one question I was going to ask you is, you know, before we get into a little bit further here, you know, betting with our, our head, you know, who did – who would you, who does your heart tell you? You know, it, it basically, like if you could pick the Masters winner, like who do you want to see win? Like, not who do you think will, or like you know, the odds makers and all that stuff. But like, you know, who are you rooting for this weekend, Clay? If you had to pick one name, and you you could see him wear the green jacket on Sunday. Well, I mean, like, I feel like I feel like I have to have two answers here. Okay, because because one is just like like I'm gonna pick him for pretty much every tournament, and that's that's Tiger Woods. I was gonna say like I like <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just he's the guy. He's the reason why I'm you know I got into golf. Um, you know, it'd be so cool to see him win you know back to back Masters and tie. Tie Jack Nicholas with six, you know, in green jackets. Um, but I feel like that's just that's just so obvious in the answer. So you know, I'm I'll I'm just gonna kind of like throw that out there, and I'll I'll say that the the heart that is not you know Tiger. Um, yeah, the real the real answer I was going for. Yeah, the the real non-Tiger answer would probably honestly would probably be Ricky Fowler. That would be, that would be my heart picking. You're my top three for this question. I just, uh, I've just always been a fan of Ricky. Um, I think he's a cool cat. Um, I, I think he, you're looking a lot like him right now. I know I'm wearing a lot of Puma gear right now. <laughs> um, but uh, he's, you know, he's looking for his first major. It'd be cool to see him win a first major. He's been, he's been in contention at Augusta plenty of times. Um, oh, yeah. he, he finished second in 2018, second to Patrick Reed. He's had a, you know a couple other top fives, um, not only at Augusta but in the majors. Like he's been right up there in contention. I'd I'd love to see him finally break through and, and get that Masters victory, similar to kind of how uh, you know Sergio got his his first major, you know, a couple years back here at Augusta. Um, I think that would be a really I think that would be a really cool moment. So, yeah. What about you though? What's your heart saying? I think it would as well. No, I mean, again, Ricky, Ricky would be in my uh, my top three again. What, a couple of those same reasons you brought up. I mean, I think he'd be good for the game. I want to see him get that monkey off his back um, and uh, and see what his career can evolve into. I mean, I don't know because sometimes these guys that. Uh, um, you know, if they can't break through and get that major, they just become labeled as the best player without a major. So uh, he'd probably be number three. Um, 
the guy I would root for to get this done this weekend is Xander Shoffley. Yeah. Um, I think he's an up-and-coming star. I mean, he's from Southern California. Southern California. Southern California kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, my pops lives out in San Diego now, and I was I was born in San Jose, so I, I'm, a, I'm a West Coast kid at heart. Sure. Um, but, you know, and I, I just like his style, his his attitude, his confidence. He, I mean, he looks just like my good friend back in Colorado, um, Johnny Chavez. Um little shout out um but no i just and he he just doesn't have a major yet so for this you know, a similar reason of um ricky you know i'd be i like i like seeing the guys get their first you know get their first one you know just i mean kind of spread the love around but i mean he's he's got a couple uh second place finishes uh he actually finished second last year so i think uh he could in this tournament um yeah. so i think you know, he he knows the course. He knows what to do. Um, just needs to move up one spot. Um, yeah, he was he was talking about uh you know in his his presser how um, you know his you know really good finish last year um, even though he didn't end up winning it's kind of like he you know he he got a lot of like he got a moral victory out of it essentially and in, in in saying you know what I can actually compete here and and yeah. I I can win here. Um, so yeah, Xander is, is at the top of my list, you know, as, as one of the guys I'm looking at in, in terms of my upcoming picks here, for sure. He's, he's on my draft board for sure. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, you know, the only thing I would say about these, you know, these heart picks that we have of guys, you know, maybe breaking through and winning their first, you know, masters or their first major is it, it it kind of would be a little disappointing to to have that moment be without fans you know so like a like a part of me kind of you know kind of wants to go back to like i want to see like maybe phil or tiger win again you know just because they've already done it with fans they can you know they know what's like you know <laughs> let's just wait until fans are back for these guys who haven't won yet before to finally get you know that experience that full full experience but but I think they would take it anyhow. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they would just you know say, hey, you know what, keep the green jacket. I don't want it. There's no fans here. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. But you know, it's it doesn't feel the same. Like I mean, <laughs> once you win a major, you're not gonna you're not gonna care no at all about it. Yeah, it's still no way to them. I'll just be curious, like if it is someone like that, like. I don't know. I don't feel like we've seen celebrations in some of these other events. Like, you know, they give the little, like, just a simple, like a simple little, like, fist in the sky or something. But, like, there's no, like, good celebrations. Like, there's not a good feel jumping in the air, hands in the sky moment. Right. So, you know, will will the Masters change that? You know, if it's somebody who wins for their first major, you know, are they going to do – you know, do the rodeo, <laughs> ride the pony around the green. Oh man, pony! Yeah. Well, what did uh, what did Bryson do when he won the U.S. Open? I mean, he had like a he won by like six shots, so it's not like it came down and you know to the wire and he you know made a putt on eighteen yeah. to win or whatever and really like you know just let it all out. Um, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what he if he had a big celebration. But yeah, I, I mean, this year has been a little bit subdued for sure, just because of the circumstances and everything. Yeah, um, I feel like I feel like we've seen larger celebrations for like like during the course of a round um, from players during this whole, you know return to play uh then maybe we've seen you know for a win you know remember when um remember when was a dj and john rom had like those dueling putts like long putts you know john rom just made that freaking like triple breaker from distance you know like his celebrate like we've seen like big celebrations from players for big time like putts um that didn't necessarily like it wasn't like a winning moment but it was like 
Like I, f- I feel like we've seen like larger celebrations for those moments rather than actual like wins. Yeah, no, that's still that one. Was, that one was classic. I mean, because yeah, you need sometimes you need those big shots when it really counts, either on the seventy-second hole or you know playoff, like like make a big shot to really get that energy going. I mean, yeah, like you when Bryson wins by you know a handful of shots like it's not quite as you know he's just like yeah i did it <laughs> yeah i hit i hit ball far <laughs> yeah. feel that energy you'll be excited nonetheless but it's not going to be like a lightning bolt of a lack of of energy right and and you know colin morikawa when he won the pga championship he didn't he didn't really have a big you know celebration either he just had a he the only thing he had big was was a smile. He had a big smile on his face. Huge. That kid. That kid has one of the the great smiles in the game. I will say. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. I think I think he could do well this week too. Yeah. The only the only thing that you know makes me hesitant for picking him here is. Is uh, that it's going to be his first time playing? Yeah, correct. You know, I, I'm really hesitant to pick any of the guys who are playing the course in a in you know the actual Masters for the first time. Obviously, all these guys have played like practice rounds, but but guys like Colin Morikawa, guys like um, you know Matthew Wolf. Um, there's just this is just one of those courses which is one of the reasons why it's my favorite event my favorite major my favorite course to watch it's just one of those courses where like having you know veteran knowledge really really helps um sure you can you know you can drive it far and that certainly helps but at the end of the day, you you got to be you got to be solid around the greens. You got to know what kind of shots to play, where to not miss it. Um, you know, to to not leave yourself dead chips essentially, and then and then putts. You know, like to be able, to just you got to make putts to win. You can't be out there, you know, doing what Ernie Els did and nine putt on on the first hole, whatever year that was. That was that was disappointing. <laughs> that was that was sad to watch. Uh, I can't even remember what year that was. That was, that was that wasn't too long ago. Although everything seems like it wasn't too long ago. It was probably like five years ago now. But yeah, right. But yeah, I don't I don't think we're gonna see Zach Johnson win. I don't think we're gonna see him do his uh you know <laughs> lay up on every par five and win strategy I don't, I don't no. think that's a thing anymore <laughs> I mean you would have to make a lot of putts and be number one in strokes game putting for that to for that to happen yeah I for, mean yeah he, he's uh you know one of the best wedge players in the game but you know for everything to go right and because it's just, you know, all these, all the par fives at Augusta National, they're all, they're all, you know, hittable in two. Correct. So the long hitters are all playing a par 68. Yeah. Whereas everyone else is, you know. You know, you, there's, there's tons of eagles that, you know, happen during the course of the tournament. And, you know, if you're going to be a guy like, you know, Zach Johnson or how he, how he was, where he, he won the tournament back, back in 2007 when he won, the, his winning score was plus one. Yeah. So, like, that, and that's the only, that's the only above par score um, that's won the Masters, um, well, for a long time. <laughs> I'm scrolling. I'm still scrolling. <laughs> 1956 was the last above par winning score. Like it just doesn't happen. No, no. This this course is scorable. Yeah, it's a it's certainly a gettable course. 
Um, not a lot of rough. You know, it's it's you can make birdies, you can make eagles. The thing with Augusta National though is that if you're not if you don't hit the right shot, if you don't miss in the right place, all of these birdie holes, all of these eagle holes can turn into really nasty double bogey holes. So that's that's kind of that's where it gets you. You know, I I mean it's just that's the beauty of it. That's, that's why I love this course. Like yeah. it's exciting because guys can score on it, but it can also present moments like we saw last year with guys on Sunday, you know, Francesco Molinari, Brooks Kepka, these guys hit it into the water, Ray's Creek on twelve. You know, yeah. um, Jordan Spieth hitting into the water on twelve twice, you know, when he melted down. Like there's there's instances where if you make a mistake, the tournament can just flip upside down. It's 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 such a it's such a a dramatic tournament in that sense. Definitely, it's it's rare that it's rare that a lead is is safe until until late late on Sunday. Yeah, and even then, you know, you just don't know until you know. So you better, you better finish strong. Yeah, yeah. Because what last year was Tiger one by one with. Yeah, he had well, he had a two-stroke lead going into eighteen, and then he yeah. he, he bogeyed eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he he knew he could bogey and win, so like he wasn't. He, he he. I mean, he has that expertise, you know, that veteran knowledge. He's like, I don't need to risk anything here. I can just. You know, hit my second shot short of the green. I can just hit my chip onto the green and then two putt and win. And that's that's what he did. So, you know, um, but like until you get past, like until you get past, man, um, probably probably sixteen. Oh. Well, I don't know. I, it's yeah. It's it's tough because <laughs> even back in two thousand five, Tiger had a two shot lead going into sixteen or going into seventeen. Uh, I think he had a. I think he had a one shot lead going to sixteen, and then he made that ridiculous chip. You know, the chip heard around the world. <laughs> yeah, uh, which I still remember exactly where I was when that happened. Um, it's just one of those sporting moments, um, and then he was he he had a two shot lead going into seventeen, and then ended up bogeying seventeen and eighteen, and went into a playoff where he where he won in the playoff. Um, yep. So yeah, it's uh, no lead. No lead is really safe. Like you basically have to have a multiple shot lead on eighteen to feel safe. <laughs> yep, like Tiger did. Yeah. Well, should we make our picks? Let's then? let's make our picks. Let's give the fans what they want to hear. Put our minds on the line. So we got yeah. we're gonna do our big name, big dog to win. Yeah. Best man to win. Yeah. What do you want to do? We can maybe switch it up. We gotta. I think we need to make it more fair, or with either Rochambeau or a coin flip. Yeah. Um, do you have a well, coin? On Tiger or Ricky, like uh, like your heart said. I'll let. Then we don't need to do a coin flip. You can pick first. I feel, so here. I guess here's my question: Are we gonna do true dark horse? Or are we just going to say, you know what, it's the Masters and let's just pick from anybody for all of these things? That one. The latter? I would say. Okay. I agree. I agree. All right. So basically... I almost say we don't even do tiebreaker. We just do... Yeah. No tiebreaker. Just best man. Well, just two two picks and then I'm bringing up the rear. Two, um, two and then who does worse, huh? Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, and and 
fun fact about this year is it's a little bit different in that uh, cut is the cut is the top fifty. So mm-hmm. even even less plays. And another thing that's going to be different, I have I didn't mention this before, and I I wanted to. Uh, another thing that's different this year, not only with you know the forecast with the rain, especially with the rain in the forecast, is the yeah. fact that we're you know we're no longer on daylight time. You know, usually when the Masters are played, you know they're playing in April. That's daylight time. You know, you get a little bit more sun out there. Yeah. Um, that's not the case. We're we're in standard time right now, and yeah. so they have even less daylight. They get they're starting earlier. They have less daylight. If they've got rain delays, like there's, you know, it's gonna be tough to to get it all in. For sure, they're they're starting guys off the front nine and the back nine. Which yeah, does, which doesn't happen. Right. Going off one and ten. Yeah. All morning. And the I mean they got you know the guys who are teeing off basically like right in the morning they're. First off, they're they're practicing in the dark on the range <laughs> before it. Like they got they've got floodlights or whatever on the range. Like it's 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 there's a lot of things this year. That's gonna be nuts. Yeah. It's gonna be a different experience for a lot of a lot of people. But yeah, let's uh let's let's do our picks here. We got two two picks, then a bring up the rear, one of the guys who will get cut. And I say, you know what? I say we don't. Or you know what? How how about this? We do two picks, and then we do instead of like a tiebreaker, let's do an amateur pick. I like it. And then and then the bring up the rear. Good call. All right, we'll do that. All right. So yeah, do you have a do you have a coin or? I don't. I was looking for one. Um. I do not have a coin. Um. But, I mean, hmm. Rochambeau. Let me, I guess I can, (laughs) what do you want to do? Oh, all right. Rock, paper, scissors, Rochambeau. Are we doing just best of one? Best two out of three? What are we doing? Best of one? One, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. All right. One. Two, three, three shoot. shoot. No, you got me. I had paper. You had scissors. Yeah, I couldn't quite see. I, I was like, oh, it was, yeah, it was kind of low. It was, sorry. really tricked me because he could just change it and bring it up. <laughs> no, it was, you won. You got it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. He, Make your he, pick. Uh, he did good last week. Um, I think he's trending in the right direction. He uh, he only has the one major. Um, I'm still rooting for him to get more. Um, not the, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Bryson, but uh, I, I really think uh, it's going to be DJ's week. If I had to, uh, if I had $1 to bet on it, I would uh, okay. put my money on uh, DJ. All right. All right. Hey, I mean, he... He won the he won the FedEx, the FedEx Cup. Treated me well when I picked him for that. So hey, I have nothing but good things to say about picking him. It's not not a bad pick at all. Um, but yeah, if if, if you're gonna pick DJ, I, I don't know why we did Rochambeau then, because I was just <laughs> I was gonna pick Bryson. So yeah, so Bryson's. Bryson's my pick. I just, I just feel like everything's kind of just lining up for him with. Yeah, no, I could see that. It's just, yeah. Sometimes these guys. I mean, I don't know how many times in the previous, like that, like I mean, every year there's like the favorite, the, yeah, the crowd for sure. favorite. And how many times does that crowd favorite ever come through? And so, because he, you know, he feels all the pressure. But I mean, I guess if anyone can block it out, it's you know, Mister Science. Yeah, Bill Nye, the the Shambo science guy. There's certain. There's certainly no. There's certainly no, you know, guarantee. Um, but. So, well, you bring it back with a snake draft. Okay, then I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Xander. 
Yeah, I, that's kind of where I was leaning to. Yeah, shouldn't shouldn't have won Rochambeau. I guess not. <laughs> poor poor strategy on your part. You never want to you never want to pick first in a snake draft. I know, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm saying. I haven't played fantasy football in like since yeah. in well, like ten years. <laughs> I'm going again, going against one of my uh, my with the one of the things I generally do, which is to avoid uh, foreigners. I do. I mean, I'm aware of them. I just <laughs> I like to uh, look at. I like to pick and then therefore root for Americans, but that's why I'm picking this is because, you know, if if I pick it, then, you know, if he wins, it's my pick. If he doesn't win, it's more likely to have an American, but uh, I think John Rahm. Um, okay. I think uh, the Spaniard. he's a bomber. Um, you know, he's, I, I know he's going to win a major someday, so... Um, and I think that day will be sooner rather than later. I think he's got the confidence. I mean, I do like Spaniards if I had to pick a country. I mean, with Seve and, you know, their, their passion. Full of fable. Yeah, so I'm going Romer. Good old Romer. All right. Yeah, you took my Xander pick. Sure. I was going to bet with my head and my heart. <laughs> All right. Okay. And then uh, you get to bring it back with the amateur. We got a list of six amateurs competing this year. Last year, uh, Victor Victor Hovland was the uh, low am last year. If you remember, Victor Victor is one of those guys I look at and. He he's got that look about him, like he's got that face where if you just put him into like an old timey black and white photo, he'd be perfect. Like he'd fit in perfectly. Yeah. He just has that look about him. Um, whereas you put like other guys in like that same photo, you'd be like, yeah, they're well, they're actually from like 2020. You know, they're they're modern. But like you put Victor Hovland in in an like an old time like Western photograph, you'd be like. Yeah, he probably lived back then. He always looks like he's high to me. <laughs> like he's the guy in the dorm that was just... <laughs> I mean, like, he might have been. Cheeching it up down the hallway. Who knows? Who knows? But, uh, Not that there's anything wrong with that. But who do you got? Um, who do you got for an amateur? Yeah. Um, I don't know too much about these guys. I, I remember watching this guy, and I liked his swing a lot. So I'm going to go with John Augenstein. Augenstein, yeah. Yeah, Augenstein at Augusta. No. Oh. It, um, it just makes too much sense, Nick. Yeah, I mean, he finished, what, he was runner-up in the USAM last year, didn't quite get it done. Like, he did play a little slow. I think I remember not liking that, but I did like his swings. Well, I mean, Bryson used to play really slow, too. Yeah. He's done better with that. Guys can overcome that. Yeah. Slow would be an understatement for Bryson. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he was painful. Who do you like uh, amateur-wise? You know what? I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go with the lefty here. Ooh. Uh, this is, I mean, this is a course that... Can favor lefties. Um, Phil Mickelson, you know, Bubba Watson. It's got the uh, it's got the dog legs that can favor lefties. So I'm gonna go with uh, and I don't even know how to pronounce this, but I'm gonna go with uh, Yuxin Lin <laughs> from China. I think he's you know he's got that lefty swing from China. Yeah, I'm gonna go with him. Okay. Sounds good. Want to circle it back? Yep, bringing up the rear. Who do I think is going to be heading home angry, sad that their trip to Augusta was so short? Hmm. I'm going to go with... 
I'm gonna go with the. Oh man, this guy. I don't. I. I'm gonna go with another guy. I cannot pronounce the name of. This one. He's from Thailand. Jazz. He's got a great first name, Jazz. And then Yadawada Nandan, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> uh huh. I just want to hear you keep having to say his name. That's why I'm picking him, so I have to say his name. Jazz Yanawada Nandan. Yada, yada, yada. Not going to play here anymore, that's for sure. Yada, yada. Not going to play on Saturday. <laughs> that, is, that is my bring up the rear pick. He is also making his Masters debut, so like I said, about guys playing this course for the first time, he's one of those guys. Um, sorry, I had my list up and then it... Uh... Like, likely story. Do you want me to spell it for you? <laughs> no, you can write it in. I'll I'll write it in. You uh Man, it's even tough to spell. It's right in front of me and I can't even spell it. It's, that's such a crazy name. It's like uh <laughs> Oh man. It's just, it's out of this world. It's crazy. So who you got? Who do you think is gonna finish none so good? Um. Uh, I mean, obviously he uh, he he's done well in this tournament uh, before, but uh, it's been uh, thirty three years. Uh, I'm going with Larry Mize. Larry so. Mize. And go with the age chips ever, yeah. This game, and and one of the greatest celebrations ever too. Yep. After making that chip, just it's just iconic. Those are basically running. Uh huh. Just running around. Yeah, I mean that's not a bad pick picking uh. A guy with some age that doesn't have quite the length, you know. But once again, you know, well, maybe his uh, his knowledge of the course just, you know, really, uh, really do you in for picking him. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he did well. It just it was thirty three years ago. It's so. true. It's true. All you know, right. Old old man, Father Time is undefeated. That's true. That's true. So to recap our uh, our picks for this Masters tournament, this fall classic, Nick has uh, Dustin Johnson, DJ, Mister uh, Mister Paulina Gretzky. I have Bryson DeChambeau, also known as Bryson DeMuscles. <laughs> Nick has John Rom, and I have Xander Shoffley. As our amateur picks, Nick has John Augustine. I have Yuxin Lin. And then bringing up the rear, Nick has the late, great, well, not really the late. It just rhymed. Uh, he's still living, for sure. Larry Mize. And and I have Jazz Yadawadadnabund. One, one of these days I'll learn how to pronounce it, but it's not this day. <laughs> so, yeah. The Masters is finally here. We get to finally sit around and watch the great coverage of it and just view the beautiful scenery that is Augusta National. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are you even going to be able to sleep tonight? Or are you just... Yeah. Around your clock, waiting for 7 a.m. so you can get to the course? I got I to gotta get up earlier than 7 a.m. I got to... The tea time's at 7 a.m. Yeah. But, yeah, who knows? I don't know. I think I'll be able to sleep just fine. I mean, if I don't get to bed, then how will, you know, Master's Claws come and, come and visit? 
I don't come know. down the chimney. Yeah, and, uh, I don't even have a chimney here. Oh, it's, everything's working against me right now. Yeah, old Saint Bobby Jones is not coming out of your house. Old Saint Bobby Jones. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, closing words. Enjoy it. Enjoy this weekend. It's been a long time coming. I agree. Arno Palmer is the master champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Huh.